From the dog catcher, the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are WRKN, 1061 Nash Icon, Picayune, New Orleans. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South. Bergeron Automotive in Metairie. By LifeGate Church in Mandeville and Metairie. By Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area. John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports, all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now here's your host, Cumulus New Orleans Sports Director Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com, the Saints Hall of Fame Museum, the Greater New Orleans Quarterback Club, Life Resources Ministries, and the Kenner Star. And a pleasant good evening and welcome to another edition of All Access. This is the Friday night edition here on Nash Icon 1061 FM. And we're on the web at NashFM1061.com. Our tuning app is available for you anywhere in the world to listen in via iHeart. You can obviously do so at home as well. If you can't get radio or don't even have a radio at home, you can get us via Alexa. Just tell her to play WRKN or play Nash Icon 1061 FM, and she'll be glad to oblige. Of course, you can always email me, Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. That's Ken at CrescentCitySports.com. The podcast of the show is available following the show. All you got to do is go to CrescentCitySports.com. Just click on podcast, click on the menu, click on more, and you'll be there. Once you click on the podcast option, you'll be able to get us, and it's always easy to secure. Of course, you can always call us at 504-260-1061 to participate in the conversation. We'll get into a whole bunch of topics here over the course of the evening with you as we always do we cover it from start to finish from all sports whether it's professional college or pro you can count on us to be able to deliver those things to you I want to start with college baseball news because uh, there's more to pass along to you and that includes the fact that both LSU and the University of Louisiana which of course is the Lafayette location are both going to be playing at Minute Maid Park in Houston this coming season in the 2024 Astros Foundation College Classic. It's the 24th annual event. will be at Minute Maid Park March 1st through 3rd of next year, and it's a really good group of schools. LSU, Texas, Texas State, Houston, Louisiana at Lafayette, and Vanderbilt all being on hand for the nine-game tournament. The Cougars and Bobcats will kick off the tournament, followed by Vanderbilt taking on the Raging Cajuns. Texas and LSU will headline the three-day tournament at 7.05 on the Friday night. Of course, the Tigers are the defending national champions, having won their seventh national championship, second most in the history of college baseball. University of Louisiana coming off a 41-win season and made an NCAA regional appearance. 
The Tigers and Raging Cajuns will play, by the way, in this event. They'll face off in the event, so they will play each other. Cajuns won a regular season matchup this past season with the Tigers. Of course, Texas entering the SEC, and they're playing LSU. And it's going to be interesting to see just how that fans out. Of course, both LSU and University of Louisiana have been in this event previously. LSU making its fifth appearance overall in this tournament in Houston. Tigers have been there in 2015, 2017, 2020, and in 2022. It's the third time for the Astros Foundation College Classic to host the defending national champion. Previously did so in 2006 with Texas and in 2004 with Rice. All nine games in the tournament are going to air live on the television in the Astros' five-state viewing area, and they'll be streamed online. Information on tickets and the official TV schedule will be released at a later date. So here's the schedule as it stands on Friday, March 1st. Houston plays Texas State at 11.05. It's the Raging Cajuns against Vanderbilt at 3.05, and the nightcap LSU in Texas at 7.05. Saturday, March 2nd, starts off with Vanderbilt playing Houston at 11.05. Texas State in Texas to meet at 3.05. And LSU and the University of Louisiana at 7.05. Then on Sunday, the final day of the event, Texas and Vanderbilt will meet at 11.05. Texas State will play LSU at 3.05. Houston will conclude the event against the University of Louisiana at 7.05 on Sunday, March 3rd. That is the schedule set up for this event, and uh, we certainly look forward to it. It's going to be fun uh, when you consider the schools that are in it, the good competition that exists, and the opportunity for people to get over to Houston. It's close by, and certainly there's a chance to be able to make that trip and see some really good baseball. LSU fans will be there in droves. You know that. Best attendance in the country. Cajun fans will show up. Closer, of course, to the Cajun land, three hours or so than Baton Rouge or New Orleans, but still a great opportunity for fans from South Louisiana to be in Houston at a beautiful ballpark at Minute Maid Park coming up next season in March. Looking forward to that. Meanwhile, the honors keep rolling in for the LSU baseball team. Dylan Cruz, Paul Skeens, and Tommy White have been named 2023 First Team All-Americans by Baseball America magazine. That is a highly respected publication. Cruz hit 426, 16 doubles, 2 triples, 18 home runs, 70 RBI, and scored 100 runs. Of course, Cruz is the Golden Spikes Award winner and the SEC Player of the Year, and he finished first in the nation in runs scored, first in the nation in walks, second in on-base percentage, second in hits, and third in batting average. And he completed the year with a reached base streak of 75 games, which included all 71 games of this season and the last four games of the 2022 season. Cruz is a two-time member of the SEC Community Service Team for his exemplary work in the Baton Rouge area with families affected by autism. Skeens, of course, is the 2023 Dick Hauser Award winner and the SEC Pitcher of the Year, and he went 13-2 with a 1.69 earned run average, in 122 and two-thirds innings, walking just 20, and he struck out a record 209 batters, an SEC record, this past season. Skeens finished number one in the nation in strikeouts, in strikeouts for nine innings, and in whip, which was 0.75, which is ridiculous. 
Skeens finished number two in the country and earned run average at 1.69. And he was also third in strikeout-to-walk ratio, 10.45, and number five in hits allowed per nine innings, 5.28. In addition to that, Skeens was really exemplary because when you look at what he decided to do with money that he accrued, it was pretty special. Skeens pledged $10 for every strikeout that he recorded this season to Folds of Honor, a nonprofit organization which provides educational scholarships to the spouses and children of military and first responders who have died or who have been disabled. Meanwhile, Tommy White, tanks as people like to call him, a sophomore from St. Pete Beach, Florida, St. Petersburg, hit 374 with 24 doubles, 24 home runs, 105 RBI, and 64 runs scored. White finished number one in the country in RBI, number three in the country in total bases, and number four in RBI per game. White, meanwhile, pledged to donate a portion of his NIL earnings to Empower 225, an organization in Baton Rouge aimed to empower youth to escape the cycle of violence and poverty by providing them with resources such as educational support, life skills training, career preparedness, housing, and mentorship. Baseball America All-American team, the first team, includes catcher Kyle Teal of Virginia, first baseman Nolan Chanul of Florida Atlantic, second baseman J.J. Weatherholt of West Virginia, shortstop Matt Shaw of Maryland, a familiar name outfielder Wyatt Langford of Florida, outfielder Alberto Rios of Stanford, another familiar name, D.H. Jack Caglione of Florida, and then the pitchers included Tanner Hall of Southern Miss, Josh Hartle of Wake Forest, Brett Louder of Wake Forest, and Caden Grice of Clemson to go along with the aforementioned Cruz, White, and Skeens. All of those players making the All-American team and being named to the first team of that All-American team. No other Louisiana players appearing on that All-American team, but very special when you talk about the accomplishments of this LSU team and the players being recognized for those accomplishments. Really good stuff and are really good players from a really good team. Staying with the baseball theme, the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League playoffs are set. The semifinals will take place next Wednesday, July 5th, with two games. The 430 contest will pit the number two-seeded Archbishop Rummel Malcolm Dinas team against the number three seed, the John Curtis Christian-based River Ridge Patriots. So Rummel Curtis renewing their rivalry via the Summer League of Crescent City Sports next Wednesday at 4.30 p.m. at Kirsch Rooney Stadium in game one of the doubleheader. In game two... It will be the number one seed, Lutcher-based Cypress Physical Therapy, taking on the number four seed, Brother Martin-based K's for Kids. That game will be 25 minutes following the first game. These are seven-inning games, and it's the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League, year number two. The semifinals next Wednesday, July 5th, beginning at 4.30 p.m. at Kersh Rooney Stadium. And then the championship game will pit the two winners of the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League will take place on Thursday, July 6th. That is going to be at 
John Ryan Stadium in Metairie, the home of the Jesuit Blue Jays who are not in the tournament, but the championship game will be played at John Ryan Stadium on Thursday, July 6th for the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League Championship, and it will feature the two winners of the semifinal games. The championship game is set for 6 p.m. on Thursday, July 6th at John Ryan Stadium. Tickets on Wednesday, $10 for adults, $5 for children, and that admission is good for both semifinal games on Wednesday. Not two different admissions, just one. So it's a bargain. Two for the price of one, just $10 for adults, $5 for children. And then on Thursday, admission at John Ryan Stadium for the championship game is $10 for adults, and it is $5 for children as well. So that is the setup for the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League championships to take place next Wednesday and Thursday. And we certainly hope that you'll get a chance to see that. The Connie Mack Tournament continuing at Tulane's Turchin Stadium as we speak. We feature the host of the tournament, the NOLA Cardinals, NOLA Baseball. Danny Reams, the coach, was with us on the show earlier this week. And they are in it along with three other local teams playing at Turchin Stadium this weekend. The winner of this Connie Mack Regional goes to Farmington, New Mexico for the World Series of Connie Mack competition at Farmington, New Mexico, late July. Twelve regional winners will play there, and hopefully one of the local teams can make it out of New Orleans and out of Turchin Stadium this weekend as that takes place as we speak. And obviously, you can go to our website to read the story on it at CrescentCitySports.com. If you're interested in following what's transpiring there and the schedule, you can look up for that to be the case coming up as well. Meanwhile, the American Legion State Tournament is set for next week. It's in Abbeville, July 8th through the 12th. There's only eight teams in American Legion Baseball in Louisiana this year. It's really shrunk uh, to very, very low levels. And there's only one local team participating. That is Jesuit-based Retief Oil. And the Retief Oil team will play with its Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League team of underclassmen in this Legion event which opens on July 8th next week. And the Jesuit base team next Friday will face the Lafayette Braves at 4 p.m. in the opening round. It's the third game of the event. Now, Retief won the 2021 state championship, finished second a year ago, played in the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League last month, and they had three guys hitting 400 or better, Jake Whirling, at 435, Jake Morisi, 405. I said Jake Whirling. Luke Whirling at 435. Jake Morisi, 405. Everett Denny at 400. And Denny has driven in 10 runs. And Denny, going into his senior year also, has been great on the mound. A 0.58 earned run average with 20 strikeouts in just 12 innings. And as always, the Retief Oil staff has a very good ERA of 2.89. Now, the defending champion is Coach A. Amity out of Gonzalez. And they'll play the feature game on opening night against the host team, from Abbeville, the Gulf Coast 29ers at 7 p.m. The other opening round games, Crowley taking on the Lafayette Drillers, St. Landry taking on the Bossier Phillies. The state tournament champion advances to the Mid-South Regional August 2nd through 6th in Pelham, Alabama. State champions from Alabama, Arkansas, Kansas, Mississippi, Missouri, and Oklahoma will also compete in the Mid-South Regional. And the American Legion World Series set for August 10th through 15th. That will be in Shelby, North Carolina, where it has been now 
for a while, and that's the situation with American Legion Baseball as we get you caught up on all the baseball that's transpiring uh, to be able to suit your appetite. Of course, Major League Baseball, Minor League Baseball taking place, all-star teams now, uh, of course, pretty much set for Major League Baseball. Home Run Derby, part of that, and people will be paying attention to that too. Of course, the all-star game this year is in Seattle, so there's that, uh, you know, and so they're heading to the Pacific Northwest to play where they know at least the weather will be good. So there's that, which is good. And by the way, the Texas Rangers top all of Major League Baseball. They got four starters in the All-Star game. Four. That's pretty special when you consider the positions. Their catcher, Jonah Heim, second baseman, Marcus Simeon, shortstop, Corey Sager, starting and third baseman Josh Jung also getting a start. The other American League starters include first baseman Yandy Diaz of the Rays, D.H. Shohei Otani of the Angels, who's been phenomenal. Also outfielder Mike Trout of the Angels. Outfielders Randy Arozarena of the Rays and Aaron Judge of the Yankees, who's been hurt. The National League starters include catcher Sean Murphy of the Braves, also from the Braves shortstop, Orlando Arcia, and outfielder Ronald Acuna Jr. Three starters from the Braves. Also three starters from the Dodgers. Freddie Freeman at first base. J.D. Martinez, the D.H., and Mookie Betts in the outfield. The other starters are batting leader, second baseman Luis Arias of the Marlins. Outfielder Corbin Carroll of the Diamondbacks. And third baseman Nolan Arenado of the Cardinals. Those are the starters. And, of course, when you look at what's happening in Major League Baseball right now, I mentioned Aaron Judge is hurt. The real story in baseball has been Shohei Otani and the numbers he's putting up. Just been phenomenal. He's had 14 home runs in June alone. That's a record for a month for the Angels in the history of the franchise. He's just been tremendous when you look at what he's done. He had four home runs in this current series that he was playing in and he leads the majors with 29 home runs right now and he's batting 309 and on tuesday of this past week otani became the first american league starting pitcher since 1963 to hit two home runs and strike out at least 10 in the same game which is absolutely remarkable mike Trout, by the way is an american league starter for the 10th straight time and he's got a front row seat watching Otani. And he just continues to talk about how amazing it has been to watch Otani doing what he is doing. It's just, I mean, to have a front row seat has to be special because this guy is just incredible to see what he is doing overall. Of course, part of the All-Star Week, the Futures game, and the Home Run Derby, which is always entertaining. The latest to commit to it is Mookie Betts. Of the Dodgers, who joins Julio Rodriguez and Vladimir Guerrero in the eight-man competition. Juan Soto won last year's home run derby in Los Angeles, edging Rodriguez 19-18 in the final round. So right now we wait for the other participants in the home run derby. Rodriguez will have home field advantage, of course, when you look at the overall picture of the home run derby. You always like to see the hometown hero as part of it, and certainly that's the case this time around. And then, of course, when you look at 
Major League Baseball right now. Uh, the surprises, both positive and negative, are obvious when you look at the standings. It's just, in some cases, head-scratching to see it. Of course, Tampa Bay Rays have been the story from the start. They've won twice as many games as they've lost, 56-28. and 28. And they lead the American League East, which is the best division in baseball, by five and a half over the Orioles, who have been a great story in their own right. 48 and 31, playing great. The Yankees currently third, nine and a half back. Toronto is fourth, only 10 back, a half game behind the Yankees, playing well now. And Boston at 40 and 42 is fifth and last. Central division, as good as the East is, that's how bad the Central is. Minnesota leads with a losing record, 40 and 42, tied with Cleveland at 39 and 41. So the Twins and Indians tied for the lead in the Central. They both have losing records. Detroit next, and they're four games back. The White Sox, four and a half back. Kansas City, 16 and a half back. So four teams are still alive and well in that race. In the American League West, of course, the Texas Rangers have been a great story. 49 and 32, and they've got a five-game lead on their Texas rivals, the Houston Astros, the defending world champion, while the Angels are only six back. The game behind Houston. Seattle, disappointing this year, 38-41. They were expected to be good. They're 10 back, and Oakland, of course, is just pulling up the caboose uh, 29 games out of first. They're 21-62, and 62, playing out the string before they move to Las Vegas. In the National League, the Atlanta Braves have been the chalk. 53-27, and 27, phenomenal team. Won five in a row, 9 of 10. And they've got a six-game lead over the surprising Miami Marlins. Skip Schumacher's done a great job. The Marlins are 48-34 and and positioned beautifully right now. Philadelphia is four games behind the Marlins, 10 behind Atlanta. The Mets have been one of the most disappointing teams in baseball, 17 and a half games back, and Washington is 21 back. In the Central Division, it's turned upside down. The last-place team is the first-place team, and the first-place team is the last-place team. Cincinnati runs away. Uh, with a phenomenal run of late to get to tied for first in the division with Milwaukee. The Reds 43 and 38. The Brewers 43 and 38 are tied for the lead. Pittsburgh four and a half back. They slowed down after a good start, but they've won three straight. The Cubs have slowed down. They've lost four in a row. And of course, the Cardinals, the big disappointment, who have been uh, just terrible uh, compared to what they were expected to be. They're nine and a half back with a 33 and 47 record. And in the National League West, the other big surprise, the Arizona Diamondbacks. 48-34 leading the division. The Dodgers expected to be there are two back. The Giants, surprising, were only two and a half back. San Diego, one of the other biggest disappointments in baseball, 10 and a half back with a 37-44 and record. And Colorado brings up the rear at 32-51. and So the surprises on the positive side, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Texas in the American League, in the National League, Miami, Cincinnati, Arizona, San Francisco. The surprises on the negative side are obvious at this point. Boston with a losing record certainly is one of those. Seattle with a losing record is another disappointment. The Mets, of course, the biggest disappointments are the Mets, the Cardinals, and the Padres, all of whom have far, far gone below their expectations and what everybody thought they could be this year or would be this year, and with the talent on hand, uh, with the lack of productivity that they have shown us over the course of time. As we approach the All-Star break, that's the setup in Major League Baseball. And again, it's got the stage right now. No football training camp, no basketball. Major League Baseball has the stage of America as we speak. 
and it's their time to claim. Look, the attendance is always good. Some of these franchises just do remarkably well all the time. You wonder how Cubs fans continue to show up with the product they've seen. Cardinals fans have been the best, but how are they going to keep showing up with what they're seeing? Dodgers fans are always there. Those franchises draw incredibly well all the time. And, of course, attendance overall is still pretty good in baseball, and the Florida teams finally seeing some numbers at their turnstiles as well. They deserve it with the way they've played, and they typically don't get that kind of attention. So that has been another productive element when you look at what's happened this year is that the Florida franchises are doing very well, and they're getting more fans to show up at their games. But in terms of you know, drawing power, Texas has increased its attendance significantly with a really good team and still a new ballpark with Globe Life Field. Uh, certainly a new ballpark translating into a winning team and you combine the two is going to be a very good combination. And that's kind of what we've seen there. So the, the Texas rivalry is developed there with the Astros and the Rangers, and that's a good thing. When they were placed in the same division, that's kind of what you hope for is you see these guys get after each other and compete, going after things in the same division. I wouldn't be surprised in the future if baseball realigns and puts these same entities in the same states, in the same leagues and divisions. For instance, the Mets and Yankees. For instance, the Cubs and White Sox. For instance, you, know, you look at the California teams and placing them all together. Dodgers, Angels, A's, Giants and such in the same league, I think that's coming. I really do. And then the Cardinals and the Royals would be another example of that. Geographically, it makes sense. And now that you've gone to a balanced schedule with everyone playing everyone, why not? Leagues don't matter as much anymore as they once did. And if you get to more of a regional development in terms of divisions, you create more real rivalries, more fan interest, and more attendance at the box office in all likelihood for fans that can get to the opposing team city easily given the circumstances. So I think the changes in baseball are, are going to be there in the future. They've, the ones that have taken place this year, by the way, have been pretty good overall. I was more than willing to give it a chance, and the games are shorter based on the new rules, and I think that's helped the game. I don't think it's hurt the integrity of the game. I really don't with the clock and the timing and the throwovers and the visits. You know, the one thing I still don't like is the ghost runner and extra innings. I think that's ridiculous. That isn't baseball, but that's just me, in my opinion, with regard to the way it's being played today. I will take a time out here. It's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. We'll return to talk about the Pelicans and more in just a moment. Ken Trahan, all access here on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food... Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. The roar of our engines, the pump of our heartbeats, the pedal to our metal, the sparks that ignite us, the pistons that push us, the passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. 
Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. The roar of our engines. The pump of our heartbeats. The pedal to our metal. The sparks that ignite us. The pistons that push us. The passions that drive us. From the feelings that move us to the places that pull us on the roads that unite us. With nearly 6,000 stores and over 17,000 auto care centers, Napa has America's largest network of parts and care. Here to keep you firing on all cylinders. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. He didn't stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. This is Kevin Mamahat. For most of us, the largest single purchase we'll ever make is when buying a home. That's why thousands of homeowners each year choose to protect their largest investment with Rhino Shield. Rhino Shield is the only international architectural ceramic coating that gives residential and commercial owners peace of mind. Along with our 25-year warranty, our ceramic coating reflects the ultraviolet rays we experience here in Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama, keeping your home cooler with less strain on your air conditioner. And it's more affordable than you think. So give us a call for your free estimate, 504-407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Call now, and you can get the guaranteed protection of Rhino Shield for 20% off the regular price, 407-2222, or visit rhinoshieldmidsouth.com. Don't paint, don't rhino, go Rhino Shield. Never paint your house again, Rhino Shield. Hi, this is Jack Rizzuto, inviting you to come to Rizzuto's Restaurante and Chop House at 2020 Bell Chase Highway in Gretna. The same delicious food at our Lakeview Restaurant, now on the West Bank. Come by or make a reservation at gretna.rizzutosrestaurante.com. This report is sponsored by Bank of America. Bank of America has powerful digital solutions for local and global businesses, so you can make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. Bank of America, N.A. Copyright 2023. Welcome to your daily sports report presented by CrescentCitySports.com. The New Orleans Pelicans, according to ESPN, have reportedly not picked up the $2.6 million team option on Willie Hernan Gomez and did not extend the $7.7 million qualifying offer to Jackson Hayes. New Orleans also reportedly declined the $1.8 million team option on Herb Jones, making him a restricted free agent, and the Pelicans won Jones back. LSU's Jay Johnson named National Coach of the Year by Collegiate Baseball Newspaper after leading the Tigers to the national championship. The University of Louisiana Lafayette sweeps the Louisiana sports writers' top honors in basketball. Cajun star Jordan Brown and coach Bob Marlin, the player and 
Coach of the Year, respectively. Brown is transferring to Memphis. Marlon led the Cajuns to 26 wins in the NCAA tournament. The newcomer of the year is DeMarcus Sharp of Northwestern State. Freshman of the year, Jalen Hampton, also of the Demons. K.J. Williams of LSU and Jalen Cook of Tulane, now with LSU via transfer, also made the All-Louisiana first team. For these stories and more, visit CrescentCitySports.com. Have a blessed weekend and be a good sport. For CrescentCitySports.com, I'm Ken Trahan. Now's the time. What's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Ken Trahan of CrescentCitySports.com and all access on 1061 Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Call 504-260-1061. Welcome back to the show on this Friday evening. Ken Trahan with you. Always a pleasure. Now, we want to remind you tomorrow morning, the Three Tailgaters show will originate live from Francesca's by Katie's Deli at 515 Harrison Avenue in New Orleans in Lakeview from 10 to noon. And I'll be joined by Scott Craig, the proprietor and chef, but also we'll be joined by Les East of CrescentCitySports.com. Chrissy Freud of CrescentCitySports.com will also join us. So we look forward to that. We might even get a special call from Ed Daniels, who's still on vacation, but look forward to hearing from him too. That's the Three Tailgaters show tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And, of course, always on Nash Icon 106.1 FM and Nash FM 1061. Com. It's 504-260-1061 to join in the conversation. We'll touch on football and such coming up a little bit later on. So as always, stay tuned for that as we try to hit on everything we can from a local perspective. Right now, we talk some basketball, the New Orleans Pelicans. And of course, the news there about the contract situation, which manifested itself yesterday. The Pelicans did decline the $1.8 million team option on Herb Jones, which makes him a restricted free agent. But the Pelicans are hopeful they can lock him up to a longer deal. That's the goal. The other part of that is for those that are up in arms about this from the Pelicans, keep in mind the Pelicans can match any offer that Jones gets from anyone else. And Jones has, you know, by NBA standards, what's called early bird rights. His maximum contract is four years of $53.3 million. And the Pelicans are right at the luxury tax as free agency opens. But the Pelicans clearly want him back. So don't get crazy about the possibility of losing Herb Jones. I don't see that happening at all. He is valued. He's the glue guy on this team. Everybody knows what he brings to the table from a defensive perspective. He doesn't get the credit he deserves league-wide in terms of first and second team all defensive honors, but everybody in the league knows how good he is. 6'7", 6'8", 210, rangy, can defend multiple spots. He has done just that, and he's very valuable to this team. Averaged 9.8 points this past year, a slight uptick from the previous year. 4.1 rebounds, a slight uptick. 2.5 assists, a slight uptick. Blocks and seals were virtually the same as the previous year. Shot 76% from the free throw line. That's a drop-off from the previous year. 53% from field goal range, same as the previous year. And 33.5% from three-point range, the same as the previous year. So very similar numbers for his two years in the league for Jones. 
Played in 78 games in his rookie year, 66 games this past year, missed 16. But in this day and age of the NBA, that's not terrible. <laughs> you missed 16 games, that's, that's not bad anymore. That's crazy that we say that, but clearly uh, that is where the league has gone in terms of games and availability of players. Now, one move that the Pelicans made, which to me was a little bit of a surprise, not a lot, but a little bit, is that they they decided they were going to uh, take care of Najee Marshall. Uh, they're picking up his $1.8 million option, and Marshall really faded in the second half last year. You know, he's a serviceable guy. What you like about Marshall is he's durable. He shows up. Played in 77 games last year. He had to step up and start 21 and wasn't effective as a starter. But his overall numbers for the season were better than what you saw in previous years, largely because he got more minutes. Played 23.3 minutes a game last year. That's a 10-minute increase in terms of the number of minutes he played per game the previous year. He averaged 9.1 points, up 3.5 points in the previous year. He averaged 3.6 rebounds, up a rebound from the previous year. And he averaged 2.5 assists, up 1.4 from the previous year. Steals were the same. Blocks were the same, by and large. Free throw percentage shot 79%, right where he was the previous season. Field goal percentage, he upped it to 49% from 44% in the previous season. And three-point range, not his game. He was at 30% after being just 20% the previous year. So Marshall improved. He's a bit of a working-class hero in terms of his style, what he can do, how he goes about his business, and they value that working-class guy, if you will, which is why they're bringing Najee Marshall back, for better or for worse, and whatever you feel. I thought they might not, based upon the way he played in the second half of the season last year, but I understand why they do bring him back. Meanwhile, the Pelicans took a different course with Willie Hernan Gomez. They did not pick up his team option at $2.6 million. So Hernan Gomez, free to go anywhere else now. He spent three seasons with the Pelicans, and he just never really got the minutes that he wanted to have here. He was clearly a bit frustrated, and the Pelicans clearly didn't see fit to give him those minutes. They didn't think he was that guy. Hernan Gomez, in his first season in New Orleans in 2020-21, played in 47 games. He played in 50 games in the 2021-22 season, and then last year, he played in just 38 games, so they clearly devalued him as a player. And his minutes per game decreased to 12.1 per game, 16.8 per game the previous year, and 18 minutes two seasons before. So his playing time uh, reduced every single year and in somewhat dramatic fashion. The numbers on Willie, 6.9 points a game, dropped off 2.2 a game in that regard. 4.7 rebounds dropped off 2.1 per game in that regard. 0.9 assists dropped off 0.4 there. Steals and blocks were the same for Willie. Shot 78% from the free throw line, slightly better than the previous year. Shot 54% from the field, slightly better than the previous year. And, of course, three-pointers are not part of his game, so that's not really a discussion where Hernan Gomez is concerned. He's a traditional center, you know, 6'11", just doesn't move his feet well, and he's not a rim protector. But he's a traditional center who is a good post-up player who understands how to score the ball on the low block, and he is a willing rebounder. But not seen as a guy that can stretch on his defense, not seen as a guy that can protect the rim, 
And the Pelicans already have a guy like that in Jonas Valanciunas, and I think the thought process is they want to diversify there and have a guy that does different things than what Valanciunas does. Valanciunas, unlike Hernan Gomez, can also contribute the jumper. He can shoot the three-pointer, which gives him value. And they didn't want another center that was of the same ilk backing him up. So then you go to the next guy, and that's Jackson Hayes. They did not extend the Pelicans a qualifying offer to Hayes. Now, that qualifying offer would have been $7.7 million, and that was too rich for the taste of the Pelicans, and understandably so for a reserve player who, frankly, just hasn't emerged as the player they hoped he would in New Orleans. I mean, the athletic ability's always been there, but the playing ability, it just hasn't translated. He's now four seasons here, and he just hasn't distinguished himself. Now, the fact that they did not extend the qualifying offer doesn't mean that Hayes won't be back. There's a possibility that they can bring him back via a separate agreement at a lesser rate if Hayes doesn't really find the suitors he's looking for. If you look at Hayes' productivity in four seasons, first of all, in the 2021-22 season, he played in 70 games and started 28, and he averaged 9.3 points a game. Well, this past year, he only played in 47 games, down 23 from the previous year, mostly coach's choice, and he only averaged five points a game, dropped off 4.3 points a game from the previous year. He dropped off 1.7 rebounds a game. Assists were the same. Steals were the same. Dropped off 0.4 blocks per game, which is something they wanted him to do. Free throw line, he dropped to 70% from 77%. Field goal percentage, virtually the same, went from 66 to 65 in that regard in terms of his shooting. And the overall field goal percentage dropped from 62 to 55%. So Hayes, his productivity dropped off, his minutes dropped off, his game participation dropped off, and therefore he dropped off, and now the Pelicans are probably going to drop him, although, as I mentioned, it is not out of the question that they bring him back at a lesser rate. We shall see if that emerges. So that leaves Larry Nance Jr. as your backup center. He was good when he came in the 2021-22 season, but last year... Not as good. I mean, you look at what he did this past season, averaged 6.8 points per game. That was down a half point a game. He averaged 5.4 rebounds. That was up a rebound a game, up an assist per game, up in steals per game, down in blocks per game. Shot 61% from the field, which was an improvement over the previous year. Dropped way down to 33% from three-point range. Free throws dropped off as well. So the numbers overall were comparable to the previous year, but his play on the floor really wasn't if you looked at the balance of it. And part of that was he was not healthy. He played hurt much of the year, and that's part of the consideration when you look at Larry Nance as to whether or not he's a guy you want moving forward. The issue with Nance is matchups. You know, whether or not he can match up with opponents, especially big guys, he struggles in that regard. And I think that's, that's it. I mean, there were trouble. There were times when he couldn't block out on missed free throws. It was difficult. And that obviously was an issue. And they want to get bigger, but what they really want to do is get bigger and more athletic at the backup spot at center to have a rim protector, somebody that can really defend. I think those are the things they're kind of looking at and what they hope for 
whether or not they can find somebody of that ilk, that's a different story. You know, at this stage of the game, it's not likely for that to happen unless you find a trade somewhere and you find the right pieces to be able to incorporate as part of that trade to get what you're looking for. So that's kind of where the Pelicans are. Don't rule out Nance. Certainly don't give up on Hayes yet. It's not likely that he's back, but it's not out of the question that he would be. We know who the primary players are, and I do expect Herb Jones to be here, so don't get crazy about thinking that he may be gone. I know the Pelicans value him and would like to keep him, and I suspect they will. All right, it's 504-260-1061. That's 504-260-1061, the number to call. We'll take a time out here. And we'll continue with more and touch on football as such as we continue here with all access for a Friday night. Ken Trahan on Nash Icon 1061 FM and at NashFM1061.com. Imagine getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. Sponsored by Abby and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. We want everyone to enjoy their 4th of July weekend, so please use Rideshare or a designated driver. A DUI will change your life. Don't drink and drive. From your friends at 1061 Nash Icon and Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyers. Believe it or not, I haven't paid full price for summer must-haves in as long as I can remember. With the epic deals at Kohl's right now, you won't need to either. I saved on so many great finds, like cute tees for just $7.99 and outdoor furniture for 50% off. And the cherry on top was earning Kohl's cash on all of it. So take it from me. You need to get to Kohl's ASAP. Select styles. Offer ends July 4th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. What's holding you back from learning the language you've always wanted to know? Too hard. Takes too long. Not with Babbel. Babbel's lessons take just 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes isn't long. Nope. And they're fun. So you don't realize you're learning a language, but you are. In three weeks, you're able to start having conversations. And Babbel's lessons are built around real life. And with Babbel, it isn't hard. It's, it's perfect. perfect. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. This report is sponsored by Bank of America. Bank of America has powerful digital solutions for local and global businesses, so you can make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2023. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Don't miss this Saturday night. It's RuPaul's Drag Race Work the World Tour, live at the Sanger Theater. Showtime is at 8 p.m. And celebrate the 4th of July this coming Monday, July 3rd, at Uncle Sam Jam in Metairie's Lafreniere Park. With live music, fireworks, 
great food, and much more. For more info on what to do this weekend, pick up the latest issue Where You At all over town. Or visit whereyat.com and click on our community calendar. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports topics are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Ken Trahan on 1061-ICON, through CrescentCitySports.com, and at NashFM1061.com. Glad you're with us for all access on this Friday night. And, of course, it's a quiet time where football is concerned right now. Manning Passing Academy concluded. Saints don't go to training camp until toward the end of next month. College beginning of August, of course, with LSU Tulane and the like, but it's never a bad time to talk about those things. Manning Passing Academy stories at CrescentCitySports.com. Certainly impressive showings by Jaden Daniels of LSU, who I think has to be the number one quarterback in the SEC going into the season. And by Michael Pratt of Tulane, who looked good as well. Right now, both are going to be drafted. If you season ended today in the NFL and the draft were here, question is where? Right now, Daniel's a little bit ahead of Pratt, largely because of his mobility, but both are going to be drafted right now. Both could be early mid-round to mid-round guys based on projections, and how they perform this season will go a long way toward determining that. It's going to be interesting to see just how they develop and how people view them. We know how they're viewed right now just based on reviews, but both impressive and both schools are in good shape in football largely because they have that guy at the most important position on the football team so that's obviously very good news for lsu and for tulane of course the new orleans saints have that guy too at least in their minds in Derek carr there's still some split opinions but even as recently as the manning passing academy peyton manning saying he thought Derek carr and dennis allen were a really good fit i agree and they brought in John Gruden to work with him, who, of course, coached Carr with the Raiders, and they got his best years out of Carr. And we'll say again what we've continuously said. Carr's not a savior. He's not Drew Brees. He's not a great quarterback, but he can be a good quarterback, and he's better than what the Saints has and gives the Saints a real chance because of what he can do physically. He can make the throws. He has an offense that he's comfortable with. So the terminology is there. The familiarity is there, and being able to assimilate with the talent on hand, he's worked hard at doing that. Training camp will certainly go a long way toward doing that. Preseason, it will be interesting to see how the Saints approach that, considering most daughters don't play very much in the preseason, but considering the fact that you have a new quarterback that you're banking everything on, it certainly would point toward the fact that maybe, just maybe, the Saints will use Carr a little bit more in the preseason than they would have otherwise. I mean, that is obviously a consideration. But the approach of most teams is just don't play the starters in the preseason or at least do so very little. And that's kind of the trend in the league. And, of course, one less preseason game as well. And you want to get to the starting gate healthy. And Ed Daniels with a good piece at CrescentCitySports.com about the key to the upcoming season may very well not be about personnel, this guy, that guy, and everything else, but about health and being able to stay healthy. 
uh, do not disagree with them. Because again, if you look at the Saints the last two years and the injuries they've had, how many of them and, and to what players, the key players that were hurt, it's just had a crippling effect on this team. Michael Thomas is Exhibit A, and whether or not he's out there or not will go a long way toward determining how Derek Carr does. Thomas was all in on Carr being the quarterback here, which is why he resigned. Carr's all in on Thomas, and they need each other. Rashid Shaheed needs to develop more, and he needs to be healthy, and he's fast, and he's got ability. And Chris Olave, a little bigger, needs to be tougher. He's real good. And Jermon Johnson needs to continue to be that guy in the receiving game, and Taysom Hill needs to continue to be that wild card guy. And then, of course, you know you need, you need Williams to step in and do the job at running back. You hope Kendry Miller can be that guy because you're not likely to have Kamara, who's your best player. So all of those guys, the playmakers, you need them all to step up. You need them all to be who they can be, and that requires being healthy. That's the number one aspect of all this is being healthy and being able to be on the field on a consistent basis. If that, in fact, is the case, then I think the over-under in Las Vegas of nine-plus wins is a good pick. As I've said over and over again, I haven't changed my thought process at this point. I have the Saints winning 10 games this year. And if they win 10 games, they're going to win the NFC South, and they're going to be in the playoffs. That's where I sit with them right now, but there's no doubt that getting their players on the field consistently, keeping them healthy enough, is going to be the largest factor of all. We'll take a final time out. We'll be back to put a wrap on All Access for a Friday night in just a moment. Ken Trahan with you, Rudy Dixon, our producer, here on Nash Icon 1061 FM, and as always on the web at NashFM1061.com. What does it mean to be New Orleans' very own? It's about being raised in your city, reporting on your concerns, sharing stories from neighborhoods where you grew up, on falling down, getting back up. It's shining light on tough issues, doing something about it to move New Orleans forward. It's not easy as we fight your fight, serving the community we love, making sure our viewers know they are and we are New Orleans' very own. Catch WGNO News at 5, 6, and 10. New Orleans' very own. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Don't miss July 4th savings now at Lowe's. Freshen up your home with buy one, get one 50% off on select interior and exterior paints and exterior stains via Lowe's gift card rebate. And get gardening with savings on stay green soil. Right now, buy three bags for just $10. Lowe's knows July 4th savings. Lowe's knows home improvement. Offers valid through 7-5. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii and selection varies by location. While supplies last, more terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash rebates for details. 
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Billy, your gas light's on. We need to stop and fill up. No way, Jen. Gas around here is too expensive. We can make it a little further. Billy, listen to your big sister. You don't need to drive all over searching for the lowest gas prices. Do what I do and use Upside. Upside? Do you live under a rock, Billy? Upside is the hottest cashback app out there. It's free to download and you get real cashback for every gallon of gas you buy. I use it all the time and I've already made around 200 bucks. You can make that kind of cashback just for buying the gas you have to buy anyway. Yes, I'm looking at the Upside app now and there's a gas station at the next exit offering 25 cents per gallon cash back. Okay, I'm stopping to download Upside and fill up my tank. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code MOST to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code MOST for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code MOST for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. Always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on All Access with Ken Trahan on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, at NashFM1061.com, and through CrescentCitySports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061. Everybody joining us here tonight as we put a wrap on things, we want to thank Rudy Dixon, our producer, for a job well done. And, of course, thank our sponsors for making it happen and you, the listeners, for being with us on a consistent basis. We deeply appreciate that. We do want to remind you to join us tomorrow morning for our franchise show, the Three Tailgaters Show, which tomorrow morning will originate live from Francesca's by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Proprietor, Chef Scott Craig, will join me there. And also joining me there, Les East of Crescent City Sports com will be joining us for a large part of the show. So will Chrissy Freud of CrescentCitySports.com. Maybe even Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com. And Ed Daniels could be calling in. Man, it's a full house. And it's at Francesca's tomorrow morning. Doors open at 11 for food, and you need to be there for lunch. But we'll be there from 10 to noon. We'll see you then. Until then, Ken Trahan saying thank you for joining us and be a good sport. And God bless you one and all. We are rounding third and heading home. So long. Thanks for listening to All Access on 1061 FM Nash Icon and at NashFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana with the state's best prep football scoreboard. All Access was also presented by the All-State Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics, and by Francesca by Katie's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All Access was also brought to you by Lamarck Ford, and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner. By Rhino Shield Mid-South, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive throughout the New Orleans area, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, Life Resources Ministries, and by the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl.
My name is Dale Pazinski. I volunteer with United Way to help the homeless in my community learn computer skills and build a basic resume. I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Country for Life. WRKN. Picayune, Mississippi. New Orleans. Accumulus Station. All the music that made country great. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello, America. This is Garth Brooks. Hi, this is Sugar Land. 